1: This is Live is Mike. Check one, With Leland Sperry. From Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Leland Sperry on KSL News Radio. Well, welcome back to KSL News Radio. I am Jason Perry, the director of the Hinckley Institute of Politics. I'm joined by Morgan Lyon Uh Morgan. Uh, we're going to take just a moment uh, since we have a segment, right? Because you and I wanted to talk about this. One of the biggest events happening in the state of Utah this year, the vice presidential debate. So let's talk about it for just a moment. So this is October 7th is when we're going to have this at the University of Utah. Uh, I know a lot of people in Utah are hearing about it now. So I thought maybe it'd be helpful if we, if we talked about it for just a moment uh, about what's happening and what to expect. But, but maybe I can start off for a second, too, talking about how we got it. You remember... That, Two years ago?
0: This has been a long journey, we, and we get this question a lot, um, especially after the announcement was made that Kamala Harris would be Biden's VP pick, and people are excited about this matchup, about a Harris-Pence debate, and we got all these questions, and one of them is, how, how did you get this? Yeah. And the best way to describe it is like, it was a mini Olympics bid. Yeah. It was, there was people coming and visiting campus and having to prove that we are a world-class institution that can do this.
1: That's totally right. Uh, not many people know even how you get this. It's not just wanting it, which is what's interesting, uh, because we certainly did. We started with our great partners, the Utah Debate Commission, a couple of years ago, trying to work on getting this event to the state of Utah. And what many may not know is this: every one of these debates, there are three presidential debates and one vice presidential debate. There's only one of these. And uh, it's all controlled by the Commission on Presidential Debates. This is the one nonprofit organization that is responsible for these debates. And they're the only ones that occur, and this is the commission that takes care of these. And so so we, and, and Morgan, you're part of this, Utah Debate Commission, others, uh, went forward and, and submitted an application. Like you said, a little bit like you try to do for a, an Olympics. And uh, we, we put in for this. Our great legislature was behind this entirely, not just in terms of their support, but also financially, as they've been helping us to do this. Great, great uh, shout out to our legislature, uh, particular uh, you know, speaker of the house, Brad Wilson, and uh, President Stuart Adams, who helped uh, get some of this funding for this. Um, but you put in and you don't know what you're going to get. That's the interesting thing.
0: You really don't. And everybody, the idea is that you want the first presidential because that has the highest viewership. So if you can think four years ago, there's that big first presidential, and then they sort of had that town hall one. And then the last one is... The foreign policy one, which is the lowest viewer. So we were all excited. We felt really good. We were really the only Western institution or Western state that was applying. And then we just had to wait to see what we were going to get.
1: Yeah. What's interesting about that, because, you know, you know, they, in fact, when, when you, when you submit your bid for it, they say you could get one of these three presidential, but you could get the vice presidential debate and uh, you know, there's the but could, which was interesting because, you know, we said, well, whatever, it's going to be great. But when it was announced that we're getting the vice presidential debate, some people contacted me and they said, well, it's, it's not the big show. But it turns out it's the big show It is the big show. Why is that? You think I think, well, I
0: people know Donald Trump and Joe Biden so well at this point. And we've seen them hash it out before, maybe not on a debate stage, but we certainly know what they'll say to each other. Um, and there's been some some movement and some controversy with some of these presidential debates because of um, COVID 19 and them having to move. So, I think at this point, we're feeling some relief we didn't get those and just excitement because this is historic. We have the first woman of color as running as a VP. And these are, she is, you know, she's a trained attorney. She's an attorney general. The woman knows how to debate. So, I th- and the Utahns love Mike Pence. So, I think people are excited to see how these two people match up.
1: Well, that is, that is so true. Uh, you know, I you know, shouldn't even say these kinds of things, but some of those people are hosting the presidential debates. You know, maybe they're saying in the back, wow, we wish we had this one.
0: I think they are. <laughs>
1: I think they are also. Uh, so we, we probably should talk about it because I know uh, – I'm getting even people that I you know, met in kindergarten now who are sending me emails saying, hey, you may not remember me, but can I have a ticket? Uh, yeah. Not so easy, right?
0: It's not so easy. And we should, we should also say that we're assuming that those are the two people that will be on the debate stage, but it's actually not set yet. The Commission on Presidential Debates are the ones who set the polling threshold, and we will see. We're assuming it will be those two, but you, we saw this in the 90s with uh, Ross Perot making it onto yeah. that debate stage. You can have a third person. Up there
1: yeah that's what's so interesting because you you know this here at the Hinkley Institute because we're helping to do m- most of the planning and the leading of this effort in the state but almost immediately start talking about the Republican and the Democrats and like our libertarian candidates you know uh, 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 affiliates out there start saying wait a second there's a third one so it's technically possible
0: it's definitely possible and we hear you we've seen we've gotten your calls and your letters and your
1: t- and, and even going back because, because we just had scott howell of course on the program a ago he he helped start this
0: scott was in those original discussions yes he, he certainly was he
1: was so we finally got to this point it's going to be very student focused uh without question in terms of who's participating but we're also doing some interesting things too because of covid19 because yeah. what would traditionally happen, we'd have some major watch party here on campus. We get all our students together, some of the people who are helping to make it happen by donating. We can't do that this year.
0: We can't. And so we're trying to think of how do we engage as many people remotely as possible. And Nina sliding with the Utah debate commission is really engaging K through 12 students. We're having an essay contest where people can write their students can write their own debate question and submit that we're working with our university partners to make sure this is in classes. And then we're also trying to think through the technology of how can we try to have debate watch parties together? How can we use Twitter and some of the other amazing technologies that we've used to work from home to engage with each other on debate night
1: it's going to be amazing to see how we do it here and what people may not realize we talked about what a big show this is they're they're estimating over 100 million people from around the entire world will be watching this event and every one of those programs every everything that happens there will be brought to you from the state of utah and of course university of utah but to the state of utah this is a chance to showcase and we're thrilled to have this event
0: yeah we're so excited
1: All right. Thanks for spending a minute on that because it's just such a big deal, Morgan. Thanks for all your help with this also. When we come back, we're talking to Senator Luz Escamilla. She's doing some groundbreaking work on on police reform in the state of Utah. So please come back.
0: A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought...